We appreciate the Lord. We're going to try to get started here this morning and do appreciate each and every one that's come. I know we've got several that are out. We've got some that have, um, have moved back toward North Georgia, and so we'll be missing them. Uh, we need to continue to pray for Todd and them as they have in their first service, and uh, excited for them to be able to have that and to be doing that uh, street service out there. And so we're glad for that, and we appreciate all of our visitors and regular folks. I think that's all we got here is regular folks this morning. What about the, uh, are you going to do all right? Young people, let's come on up here, and let's have y'all's part. Come on, Aurora. Thank the Lord. Anybody else want to be a young person? Uh, I want to be a young person. I just don't feel like it. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's all stand. Somebody yell out real quick. What did we uh, What did we learn about? Sleeping. 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 All right. Where Where do we not sleep? In church. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's stand. Let's stand. Okay, good job. Let's sing uh, Peach of the Savior, all right? He's the peach of the Savior. He's the apple of my eye. I was stomping through the vineyards where the grapes are growing high. He's plum wonderful, and that's the reason why I go bananas for my Lord. Okay, there, no, nobody's singing. Let's try it again. Let's all sing. Ready? Let's just have a face on. What's it look like? Let's sing it. He's the peach of the Savior. He's the apple of my eye. I go stomping through the vineyard where the grapes are growing high. He's plum wonderful. Who is the reason why I go bananas for my Lord? Thank the Lord. Amen. Lord's been good to us. Are you glad that you saved? You still holding on? Amen. You know the Lord's returning soon. I can't tell you when it is. I can't tell you what night it'll be or what day it'll be. All I can tell you is He's coming soon. And we need to be rapture ready. You need to be ready, living for the Lord day by day. Amen. When we let those uh, feelings into our hearts and lives that are inappropriate, I want to tell you, it's the Satan trying to do his best. I don't want to be caught like that. I want to be ready when the Lord comes. So we're going to come to you this morning for uh, the morning tithe and offering. And uh, uh, Ricky, if you'll come and receive this offering for us this morning, we do appreciate your faithfulness. And uh, uh, we, uh, we have some challenges ahead of us. We need to remember uh, to be able to, not be able, but we need to remember to continue to invite folks. I was kind of hoping that uh, uh, somebody else would be here, but uh, I guess she had to work or wasn't able to make it today. Who knows? But uh, don't forget, just because we have uh, some that have gone and started something, which we're for. Folks, we want the body of Christ to grow. But just because they've gone on, that doesn't mean we stop what we're doing. We've got to keep reaching for hearts and lives and souls. 
And I know that the Lord will help us. All right, Brother Ricky, if you would pray. Amen. Thank the Lord. And do appreciate Brother Ron stepping in and helping us for sure that uh, the Hicks would be back uh, for Sunday school. And Brother Ron did a good job uh, te- uh, teaching about blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. I love that story. He cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard and stopped. Amen. All right, let's get in and see what God's got for us here this evening. The Lord for His goodness. He's coming again soon. Want to be ready? Amen. Years, many, many years ago, uh, I had a dream, and uh, in the dream, I, I wasn't even married. I don't even know if I knew my husband, you know. But I had gotten saved, and uh, I was standing outside of a fence, and all of a sudden, the trumpet, the Lord. And I remember that there were several in the yard with me, and there was two of us from that group that started going up. And the people on the ground were screaming because they knew what happened. You say, Sister Butler, that's so depressing this day. It's not if you're ready. That's right. That's right. If you're ready, oh, I go and look at those clouds. And I tell you sometimes, Lord, I wish you just let me die. I want to go be with you so bad. I want to see you. I want you to come so bad. You know, you may not be like that. You might say, you want to commit suicide? No. Oh, no. I just want to be with you. That's right. So as we sing this song, if you're not ready, and more important, you know, there's some that you know you're not ready, but others you know, my husband and I were out of town, North Dakota, trying to find a church. And I would walk through Walmart. And I'd see people dressed like me, but I looked at their faces. And when I didn't see the light, I didn't have to ask them, are you Oneness or Trinitarian? Are you Methodist or Baptist? I was looking for a light. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So while we sing this, it's hard to believe, looking at yourself with a long skirt or your hair or whatever, your white shirt, already. But the all of the Holy Ghost. Yes, that's right. That that's right. That's your thermometer. Yes. So as we sing this, worship us. Oh, uh, everybody, Lord Jesus.
chapter 6, 2 Kings chapter 6, and uh, and if you, when you have it, say amen, and those who are able to stand, if you would stand with us, we understand some cannot, but if you're able, let's stand, let's honor this reading of this text. I just want to read one verse here. Uh, at this particular time. So if you would go down to verse 15, and we will begin. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host uh, compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, master, how shall we do? Alas, Master, how shall we do? So, let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You for the gift of salvation. 
I thank You, Lord, not only for the gift of salvation, but for that keeping power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And Lord, that You are well able, Lord, no matter what situation we are in, to bring deliverance to us. And Lord, I thank You. I thank You for Your great love. That Lord, while we were yet sinners, You died for each of us. I pray here this morning that Lord, we would draw nigh unto You. Lord, we know that You are in our midst. I felt Your presence already. And I know, Lord, You are walking through these aisles. Amen. Be trying to talk to the hearts that are here. Open their hearts. Open their minds. Help them, Lord, to be ready for You. We pray in Your blessed and holy and righteous name. We pray that wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And uh, it's a wonderful thing for us to be able to gather and come and be amongst one another to worship the Lord. And uh, But you know, over in Europe, as we are quite aware of, there's a war that's raging between Russia and Ukraine. And uh, they keep, we're trying to keep up. I don't know about you, but I kind of keep up with what's kind of going. I try to a little bit. Tit for tat. They'll bomb this one, this one will bomb that one, back and forth, back and forth. You know, Russia takes one village, Ukraine takes it back. Thinking about those Ukrainian uh, soldiers who have been unmercifully pinned down in the bowels of that steel plant. And uh, without, really and truly without medical help, without food, and uh, they're in bad need. And we hear that this little, Putin said this little exercise wouldn't last very long, but now some are saying it could last years. Uh, some say it could be over by the end of the year. We don't know. We read of tragedy, of innocent bloodshed, of lies, of propaganda. We read about all that. I just kind of want to get your mind toward that war in Ukraine. But now I want to get you back over to this verse that we had. And when the servant of the man of God was, go, uh, was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto Elisha, that's what he said, he said to Elisha, Alas, master, how shall we do? What are we going to do? So what's going on here is um, we see... Well, I'd like to uh, tell you that what was happening right there is that uh, Elisha and his servant, when they woke up in the morning, they were surrounded by the enemy all around them. Huh? Well, I'd like to say to you, we're surrounded about with enemies and with spies with assassins that wish to deceive and abuse and kill us. Most of them do not realize what they're doing. They think they're doing good for us. 
Uh, they think that breaking down our faith and our belief in the Lord Jesus Christ is good. That's part of the sign of the last days. We, uh, there are some of them that are so invested with this false teaching and all that, that when they look upon Christians, they look upon us with pity and sadness and a loathing. Huh? And they offer rest. This is what they offer to you. This is what gets offered to you every day. Rest. Relaxation. Entertainment. Uh, they offer mind-altering drugs. Video games. want to remind you, all that play video games or allow your children to play video games, those release the same uh, whatever in your brain as when a person takes cocaine as a drug. They offer these video games. They offer movies, pornography, fornication, adultery, bestiality, part of the, the uh, meta-universe, the joy of it. It's all trying to uh, take us away from serving the Lord. I want to tell you something, folks. We are at war. Do you know that? You are at war. In Ukraine, there's the battle for every city and every village. We're at war, but not in the sense of guns or bombs or planes. You know what we're in a war for? Your eternal soul. Huh? Here, the servant, uh, he woke up and talked to Elisha and the army of Syria was all encompassed about them. And they had come to, uh, to capture Elisha. You know why they wanted to come capture Elisha? Because every time the generals in uh, Syria went to go fight against Israel, you know what would happen? Israel would be one step ahead of them. And the general in Syria looked at his other generals and said, who in here is a traitor? Who in here has given the secrets of our battle plans to Israel? Who is that in here? And they told him, none of us are doing it. It is that prophet Elisha. It's as if he is in our meetings and he tells the king of Israel and they are able to counter offense what's going on. Woo! Hallelujah! And so, uh, in doing all of that, you know, he would do, he was connected to the Lord. Elisha was a man connected to the Lord. He had a relationship with the Lord. Amen. He talked with him. He walked with the Lord. Amen. Elisha went where the Lord asked him. And Elisha did what the Lord asked him to do. I think Elisha would make a great Christian, don't you? (laughs) I think he was. Amen. Elisha had an experience with the Lord. Listen to these other scriptures right there. 2 Kings 6.16 And he answered, Elisha answered to his servant, Fear not! 
They that be with us are more than they that be with them. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. And uh, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open my servant's eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses, of chariots, of fire round about Elisha. He had more on his side than all of that army of Syria. Amen. That's awesome, isn't it? Wow. We're at war for our souls. And the war that we are fighting is that for mankind and more specifically for you. For you. Each one of you. This is the war we're fighting. Imagine each one of us as a village that's being attacked. Huh? On every side. You look around, each one here, they're in the same battle and in the same war as you are. This is not a quick war. Amen. And this, um, we're fighting for our eternal souls. Do you understand about your soul? Huh? There are some people who would have you believe that your soul is like a dog. And that when that dog dies, it's buried and that's it. That is not your eternal soul. No, no, no. They're taking part of that definition that sometimes in the Old Testament when it says soul, it's talking about all of you. Huh? All of you. But this eternal soul that I'm talking about here, which is also throughout the Scriptures, it is an eternal soul. And uh, it is the part that was created to have an eternal relationship with Jesus Christ. He is God. And God alone. And, And it goes on here. This soul is the third part of what we associate about us. Do you know you got three parts to you? You say, I do. It's my mind and my stomach. <laughs> no, that's not it. You have your flesh. It's what we see. It's what we touch. That's what we feed. Our flesh. You have your flesh. And you have uh, your soul. And you have your spirit. That spirit was given to you by the Lord. That spirit is that program running in the background that you have no uh, no control over. It's what makes your heart go beat, beat, beat. And your lungs inflate and deflate. It is that part of you. Amen. You do have more uh, but uh, we're just talking about these three main elements here. Your soul. Amen. And that soul is commonly associated with our personalities 
and our emotions and our intellect and our essence. Your uh, body is but dirt. Can I get an amen? I'm getting a few shakes, but I'm not. Your body is but dirt. Amen. The scripture says that uh, we were made from the dust of the ground and we will return to the dust of the ground. Amen. And so our body is but dirt. Your spirit is from the Lord and the soul is who you are. It was the souls that's under the altar in heaven in Revelation. It is the essence. Amen. And uh, my personal belief is, is that your body emulates your soul. What gives you the look that you have emanates from your soul. Amen. This is where this war is at. It's over your eternal soul. Your soul. Huh? Brother Don Rich many years ago said, your soul is in your hands. Who is our adversary? Lucifer, Satan, the world, yourself. Lucifer hates Jehovah, Jesus the Lord, the only one, uh, and the only way that he can hurt him is through us. Satan can't do anything to God. He can't, can't hurt him. He can't scratch him. He can't put a mark on him. But I tell you what he can do. He can cause the one that the Lord loves the most. Yeah. Us. Amen. He can cause him pain in the Lord's heart because of us. When we sin, we fail the Lord. Uh, when we dance to Satan's music, Amen. When we dress in Satan's styles, we hurt the Lord. We hurt our Jesus. Amen. He died for us that we might be freed from Satan. Jesus created us to love Him, to fellowship Him, to be His friend, and to someday to be His helper throughout eternity. I love that one place that talks about when we are raptured and we're given our new bodies, it says, and we shall forever be with the Lord. <laughs> Woo! I don't know about you, but that's where I want to be. I want to be with the Lord. Amen. So we're going, uh, this war is going on. You may ask and say, you know, it's going on, but where's it going on? This war has been going on, and you know for how long this war has been going on? You know? Long beyond when you first realize. I'm talking about the war for your individual soul. Amen. Um, it's been, this uh, has been going on since you realized your voice. Huh? Your desires, your wants. Satan's main weapon is to have us to think we are not getting what we deserve. Think about it, folks. We are not getting what we deserve. Huh? When does this start? When when do we get to where we're thinking 
we're not getting what we deserve. I, I was trying to think last night, and I'm thinking it starts somewhere between the ages of four and six months old. <laughs> Give me more of that food. Give me more of that milk. Amen. And it just goes on, and we begin to cry. And when we cry, a lot of times, if you cry enough, you get what you want. And, uh, you know, and, and so later on in life, it gets even more so. Uh, it's whenever we're, we start becoming stimulated through thoughts and through our eyes and through our taste and through our lust and through the feelings of ecstasy and painlessness. So many people that are out there that are uh, hooked on drugs, what it is, they're trying to escape their pain. Satan uses anger and jealousy and desire and um, intelligence at times. He uses the game of fun and drinking. And he combines that all, you know what? To get our mind off the Lord. How often every day do you think about Jesus? How often every day are you thinking about living for God and being a witness for God and serving God? I must confess because we're all fighting this war. There are times I get so involved maybe in a little project that I lose time. Huh? Yes. Maybe people try to lose that time and that consciousness by reading a book. I'm not against reading books. But don't forget Jesus. Amen. Don't forget. Amen. Everything in our life needs to be filtered through what would Jesus think about what we're doing. Amen. Everything. And so... Uh, Satan is using all of this to, to get us to take our minds off of it. Uh, to take our minds and, so, and the, per, the problems of our life and to transport us into paradise. Amen. It's like that old saying, take me away, Calgon. <laughs> you younger folks, they don't understand that. That was an old bath soap that they would put in the tub. And they'd say, take me away. Sleep in that bathtub. So, there is a life beyond all of this world. It's a life beyond running in this rat race of man. Trying to, in many cases, men trying to gain as much money and and property and, and things that they can with women. It's trying to possibly get a, a good man and to get as much of his money as possible. Or, or they try to rise up in that ladder on their own and uh, just pour all of that on them and make them happy. But folks, there's no way of being happy without Jesus. Amen. Right. 
I'm talking about the the war for your soul. How does Satan shoot at you? Huh? How does he shoot at you? Huh? Do you know Satan can talk to you? You can hear his voice. The problem is, most people cannot distinguish that voice that they hear in their mind. They cannot distinguish it between the Lord's voice and Satan's voice. There are some that get so confused at times, they will say, that is my voice I am hearing down there. I'm the one that says, I don't want to live this way. It's my voice that I hear that says, I don't want to uh, uh, be a Christian. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to obey God's will. It's my voice. But really, truly, it's Satan's voice that is talking to you and you're listening to it and you're enacting what's going on. You say, Brother Jeff, that's not the way it is. Yeah, it is. Nobody, let me tell you something. Nobody in their right mind would want to go to hell. Nobody in their right mind would want Satan to get control of you. And we are beginning to live in a day, uh, I remember years ago that to have demonic possession and demonic influence on things, it was kind of really far and in between in the United States. But now it's uh, coming up more and more and more. We see these mass shootings. Who would do that? Only someone who is being led by Satan. Amen. Amen. Uh, we, we, let's see here, I think there were 10 shot in Buffalo, New York just the other day. I'm not talking about it in Ukraine, I'm talking about it in America. Uh, there are people who are being shot, there are people who are being killed, there are people who are being ravaged. Uh, I, I mentioned about a case not far from here, I can't remember exactly where it was, that this woman got upset, road rage, and rolled her window down and shot a teenage uh, uh, person in the face because of road rage right here near to us. I read the jail. I like to look to see who, who's been in jail and who's out and stuff like that. Huh? You'd be surprised some of the folks you see that go through there. And uh, I've been noticing recently 15 year olds and 16 years old and all that. And you know what's going on? They're making threats at school. And they're calling the police to them to take them to jail. It goes on to their record. Why are they doing that? They're they're not listening to Jesus. They're listening to Satan. They're listening to Satan's voice. Amen. I want to tell you something. You can live a sanctified life. You can live a holy life if you'll quit listening to the devil and start listening to Jesus. Amen. And so we are in a war. 
We're in a war for our souls. Do y'all even care? Yes. Do you even care? Yes. About your soul? Yes. See, the thing about your soul is that even in hell, you're going to feel the fire. And you're going to feel the pain. Even in hell. Well, Brother Jeff, I don't believe in hell. I don't understand how you couldn't. I do not understand how you couldn't. Not when... In Ukraine, they're losing their homes and their families in just a moment of time. It's a war. And Satan's got, he's got a bullet, he's got an arrow, and he's got a plan to overtake you. He does. And so... What if I could tell you, what if I could told you that you could be invincible in this war? You know what invincible is? <coughs> Cannot be overcome. Cannot be defeated. Cannot be broken. Hey men, I want to ask you something. Do you believe me? Yes. That you can be invincible in this war over your soul? Some are saying yes. Some are in doubt. Amen. But I want to tell you something. You can be. You can overcome every sin, every temptation, and every allurement that's out there. And if Satan himself came before you, you could overcome Satan. Yes. Do you believe me? Yes. Some of you don't. Some of you think Satan's more powerful than the Lord is. But I want to tell you something. You can be invincible. Amen. You can defeat Satan and not only defeat him, but send him running. Amen. And uh, you do not have to fail any test. And, uh, and no matter what's going on in the hurting of your flesh, you can win the battle. When does this battle end? This battle ends in your last breath. I'm sorry, this war ends in your last breath. When do you battle? Every day. Every day. Every day, Satan launches an attack on you. One day, some of us do good. The next day, some of us fail. It's a war. It's a battle. It's coming. You can never... Uh, take a vacation from serving the Lord. You can never uh, just relax and let yourself be because Satan will attack you in the least time that you expect it. And a lot of times, he will attack you from people you never expected. Amen. We're in a battle. We're in a battle. 
Let me read to you 1 John 4 and 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, the world. Why? Because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, if we come to the place and fully believe greater is Jesus in us than he that is in the world. That is the secret to becoming invincible to Satan, to the world, amen, and to the devil, amen, and even to your own flesh. To believe that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If Jesus is living in you, and you are obeying His leading, His Word, His Spirit, who can stand against you? Satan can do all kind of words. Huh? But when you've got Jesus in you, you can stand. You say, I can't do it. I can't lay off sin. I can't kick my habit. Uh, I can't live like the Bible says for me to do. The Bible says you can. Jesus says you can. So why am I failing all the time you ask? Amen. Because of unbelief and doubt and lust. When we get to the place where we believe Jesus is true and with Him I can overcome. You know why you fail? You stop believing that. Maybe not all during the day. Maybe not all during, but when the battle gets hot. Amen. And when the temptation gets strong. And whenever uh, things seem like they're just coming at you in all different ways, you begin to doubt. I, I can't overcome this. I can't stand this. I can't take all this. Yes, you can. The Lord said He'd never put more on us than we are able to bear. And so, we need to realize that we can. Not in your own intellect. Not in your own theology. Not in your own uh, wisdom. But only through Jesus Christ, our Lord. When He is in you, He'll fight for you. When Jesus is in you, He will fight for you. Amen. And so, when we are saved and set apart from the Lord, I mean set apart, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, walking in Jesus' name, listen to what Jesus has to say about this. Over in Matthew 19, 25, and 26, when His disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? Huh? Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible. Listen, listen, but with God, all things are possible. God can never fix this situation. You're doubting God. 
Amen. With God, all things are possible. Well, the Lord can never bring this relationship back to what it ought to be. Amen. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Oh, but I can never witness. I can never do what God wants me to do. But with God, all things are possible. Do you believe? Do you believe? Amen. A genuine, you can be a genuine Christian. I'm not talking about these formal, do nothing, be nothing, uh, influence nobody type Christians that with so-called Christians around, but I'm talking about a genuine Christian. Amen. You can be a Christian like the apostles and the disciples of that first generation church. You can be. question is, do you want to be? Yeah. I want to be. Huh? They set out the, those who were invalid, couldn't walk. They set them out along the path to the temple so that the shadow of Peter falling upon them. There were seven that were healed. You believe that? And the disciples. Do you know not only did the Lord have 12 apostles, He sent out two by two, but He also had the others. The 70 others that He sent out two by two. And they performed miracles also. Amen. However, at the end of Mark, it says, and these signs shall follow them. Amen. If we're a genuine child of God, amen, not only will you be able to pray through to the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in unknown tongue, amen, not being taught, but allowing the Lord to speak through you, amen, but you'll also be able to pray for the sick, to cast out devils, amen. And if you eat poison, it won't hurt you. Thank you, Sister Angel. Huh? You can be in 2022. Right. Amen. Commentary after commentary after commentary. Historian after historian said. After about 80 A.D., so somewhere around 100 A.D., they all said the miracles began to disappear. And no longer were Christians marked by that. You want me, want me to tell you something? It's a lie. God's always had people. He's always had people. And He's always worked through those people. Amen. No matter what the historians may say. Listen to what David said. Teresa, you can be coming. I'm pretty close. In Psalm 34 and 2, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. I'm not going to boast about my athletic ability because I don't have any anymore. But I'm not going to boast about my intelligence. I don't have much of that anymore. I'm not going to boast about the things of this world. I'm going to boast about the Lord. Amen. I'm going to boast in Him. My soul will boast in the Lord. Amen. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He heard me. And He delivered me from all my fears. They took upon, I looked unto Him and was lightened, were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Listen, listen, the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and deliver him. Who is that? He didn't say angels. He said angels. Who is this angel? This is what some have termed as the Metaron. He is the angel of the Lord. He is the Lord. Amen? And He is the one that encamps round about us. It is our Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost that protects us and keeps us. Amen? For years our people have been going down into the rough parts of town and God has protected them and kept them. Amen? The angel of the Lord encamping around about us to keep us. We can be overcomers. Amen. So how will we win this battle? This war? One battle at a time. You cannot fight tomorrow's battles today. And we must overcome each shot and each volley Every surprise attack, day after day after day. And if we lose a battle, come on now. If we lose a battle, you don't run the right flag up. No, uh uh. You ask the Lord to forgive you, ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to help you to recognize how Satan bested you in that battle. You have not totally lost that war. Amen. For the Lord is your strength and your wisdom. And He will do it. One last verse. Let's stand all across the house. John 14, 14. This is our Lord speaking here. This is not just anybody. This is Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. He said, If ye shall ask anything in my name, anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus will do it. What are you asking God for? Be careful that you don't ask God to try to fulfill the lust of your flesh, the desires of your comfort. But oh, ask the Lord to make you a soldier. Ask the Lord for wisdom how to not only win your battles, but to be able to help others in their battles. But I want to tell you, 
before you can win any of these battles, you've got to give your heart and your life to Jesus. You've got to get that ear tuned so that you know His Word and you know the devil's Word. You need to be able to hear whatever He gently says. How many times in your life have you rose up in yourself and said, maybe, maybe as a youngster, I might hit that person. But you, you also heard a little something say, I don't know about you, but every time I went ahead and did it, it was bad. And I thank the Lord for the times when I began to listen. This war is winnable. You can be a saint of God. Today, right now, if you'll turn your heart and your mind into Jesus. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Who in here, who in here sincerely wants to have the Lord come live in your heart and life and to help you win this war. Who in here? I do. I do. I want to tell you something. When Jesus is in charge, it's not near as hard as what you think it is. To obey the Lord follow His voice to do His will. So let's gather around this altar. If you're not saved, let's ask the Lord, save me, Lord. Change me. Live in me and through me, Lord. Make me that child of God You've called me to be. So come. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord here this morning.